Welcome back, folks, to the Mailwright Show. This is episode 236. I've really been looking forward to this interview. We've got Michael from Club Wealth, one of the leading consultancy for real estate agencies in the US at the present moment. So, Michael, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to our new listeners and viewers? I'd love to. So, uh, my claim to fame is uh, as a real estate agent for over 25 years, I very consistently was uh, selling between 120 and 180 homes per month. Uh, we had at one point in time 750 listings in active and pending status. Uh, so we ran the number one team in the country for a very long time. Uh, we did that with just 16 agents, which is the crazy part. Uh, so it wasn't like this massive, massive team. It was just really, you know, very focused, very successful folks. Uh, and uh, now I'm I'm blessed. I get to I own a company called Club Wealth. We're the number one coaching company in the team space. Uh, and although we work with agents at all different production levels, from brand new to the top agents in the country, our average agent that works with us uh, does just about 200 transactions uh, per year. Uh, so a lot of a lot of the bigger producers. Uh, but we've got clients that are like I said, brand new in the business, and we've got people that are you know doing four, six, eight hundred transactions a year. Heck, we've got brokerages doing thousands and thousands of transactions a year. So oh, fantastic, Michael. Yeah. And I've just been looking forward to the discussion because Michael really knows what he's talking about. And we've got my great co-host, Robert. Robert, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners or viewers? Always. My name is Robert Newman. I'm one of the few, if not the only, inbound marketer that focuses on real estate in the US. Actually, anywhere. So let's just skip that and say anywhere that I know of. Uh, check out my website, InboundREM, if you want to get a lot of free education on how to market yourself online. That's great. So let's just go straight into it. And what we're going to be discussing, we've got kind of a couple of topics. We've got kind of like the five habits that you as a real estate agent need to develop in this market at the present moment to get real success for you and your family. We're going to be discussing that with Michael. And I've just I've just forgotten what the second one was. What was that, Michael? What was the second one we were going to kind of topic we were going to... You had talked about massive open houses, but I'll tell you, I think especially right now, I think we've got so much to talk about with just the five habits that we may not even get to that. And and especially in the environment right now, I mean, open houses, let's call it what it is. Open houses are going virtual right now. Uh, they're still happening, but they're very much virtual right now, uh, which is good. Um, and there's lots of ways to, to monetize those. But there's so much to talk about with the five habits that is going to really move the needle for the listeners right now that I think we'll spend a lot of time there. Well, that sounds great. So sh- shall we start number one? And then after we've gone through it, I'll throw it over to Robert. Absolutely. Uh, so first and foremost, folks, grab a pen. I hope you got something to write with and write on because we're going to go pretty quick through a lot of this stuff. And uh, I'm sure you guys are going to have questions along the way. Uh, feel free to ask, ask those and we'll, we'll dive into those. But understand that there are five critical habits that successful real estate agents have that oftentimes those that are less successful do not have. Uh, the first habit is lead generation. And it's it's not... Right, right. Like that is the most important one. Like, if you want to sell real estate, frankly, if you're in any business and you're not lead generating on a daily basis, you've got a problem. Now, we're not talking about necessarily pounding the phones and calling FISBOs and expireds and cold calls and all that stuff. Although those are ways to generate leads and they do work, um, they're not necessary. There's lots of other ways to bring in business. Uh, you know, and frankly, what Robert does is a great example, and, and what Jonathan does, what both these guys do are very great, good examples of 
how you can get leads coming in now without having to pound the phones and call cold calls. Uh, so the key though is that you need to have a diversified lead flow. And depending on how large your business is or how large you want it to get, you'll need to have more lead sources. You don't want all of your business just coming from one lead source because lead sources change in how much they bring in from month to month. Uh, so ideally, if I want to make a six-figure net income in real estate, I'm going to have between 10 and 15 lead sources. If I want to make a seven-figure net income in real estate, I'm going to have between 25 and 30 lead sources. Uh, so any thoughts on that so far, guys? Um. <coughs> Well, lots, but I want to keep going. Okay. So, like I'm, I'm fascinated, but, but keep going. So, so as a, I'll give you an example. The earlier you are in your career, the more likely you are to have more time than dollars, right? And so you spend more of your time bringing in leads than you do spending time on the other things that you need to spend time on, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But we want to transition as quickly as possible from chasing business to attracting business. And that's two very different things. What you guys do is you attract business, right? Robert and Jonathan go out and they bring business and they attract business to you. But until, you know, it's, it, it, it's going to take a minute when if you're brand new in the business, have no money, you're going to have to go get some money to be able to hire these guys to do that for you, right? And so you're going to have to spend a little bit more time bringing business in. But once you get to the point where you can start writing a check to have leads come in, now you can start transitioning to attracting business. And that's where things get really fun. Because now your time is better spent doing the other things that you need to do with those leads to turn them into transactions, which get into the next couple of habits. So I would suggest that the first three habits, again, starting with lead generation, need to be habitual on a daily basis. They need to take up 90% of your day. If 90% of your day is spent on the first three habits, getting to six figures will be no problem, even if you're just working part-time in the business. Uh, I know a lot of people that work, you know, literally part-time in the business, they work 20 hours a week, and they still make six figures, but they're very focused during that time. So lead generation is the first habit. Now we've got about, there's right now, there's over 2,000 lead sources in real estate. We've got about 109 that we recommend uh, to our clients. There's Of those, there's 17, and we'll do at the end of, the, uh, of our call today, I'll give you guys 17 of my, or give you the ability to grab a, a list of 17 of my top uh, 109. But here's the, what, I, what I would tell you. Every agent out there, as an industry, we struggle with lead generation. And if you don't believe me, ask yourself, why in the world does Zillow and Realtor.com exist? Because they recognized that agents are terrible at lead generation. So they said, hey, why don't we go fill this gap for real estate agents? And what they did was they took our data and they went out and got leads with it. And then they sold it back to us. And we were happy to pay it because now we had leads. We could just write a check. We could get leads, right? Well, that's great. But what they figured out is that the one thing that we're worse at than lead generation is habit number two. And that's lead (laughs) follow-up. Right? So I would suggest that if you asked most agents today, what's the biggest challenge in business today? They'd say, oh, I need more and better leads. And I would tell you, not probably not true. What you need is you need to follow up with the leads you have better. You need to do a better job of handling the leads that you have. Now, do you need to have your lead generation on autopilot? Absolutely. Again, that's where you guys come in. That's where Jonathan and Robert's products come in. But now once you get that lead, that lead's only as good as your follow-up. If you just If leads come in and you do nothing with it, You've just thrown your money away. So how do I handle an inbound lead? Let's talk about internet leads, for example. I'm hoping that everybody on this call is getting internet leads at this point. If you're not, 
like you need to come out from under the rock you've been under and you need to start getting internet leads because that's where the action's at. There's tons of internet leads out there. Uh, in fact, I think last year there were 85 million leads and uh, I want to say just over five and a half million sales in the country. Uh, so there's lots of leads out there, but the problem is that most people aren't following up well with them. So when I get a lead that comes in from the internet, we'll use as an example. What, is, what do I need to do? I need to get very quickly to that lead. Any idea, guys, what the speed to lead is now that's necessary to convert leads at a high level? 10 seconds. That's absolutely great. Like, if you can get to 10 seconds, that's phenomenal, right? If you're more than 30 seconds, you're behind, right? So right. somewhere between 10 and 30 seconds is where it falls. A buddy of mine, Robert Slack, uh, buys uh, realtor.com leads as an example than any other agent that can spend $8 million this year on realtor.com leads. He's got 450 agents on his team. He'll close, he's the biggest agent in the country. He'll close 6,000 transactions this year. And Robert's speed to lead is 16 seconds. So on all those leads he's buying, he's getting to them within 16 seconds. Problem is most agents think that they can wait three, four, five minutes to get to these leads. I got news for you guys. By then, they're already on the phone with another agent. And so you've got to get on those leads immediately. Worse yet, what's interesting, we did a study on one of our ISAs on one of the teams we coach. We, we found out that so when he, when he was bring, getting these leads, we said for two weeks, we wanted to make sure that he got his speed lead down below 30 seconds. So when the lead... And he didn't look it up. He just end and called the lead. When he got the lead on the phone, I asked him to track how many other agents reached out to that lead while he was on the phone with them. And what he told me was four to five other agents on average in the first five minutes would reach out to that lead. That's crazy competitive, you guys. So what happens is if you're waiting three minutes, they've already reached, they've already had two or three agents reach out to them. Now, I know what a lot of agents are thinking right now. You're thinking, oh, but Michael, I buy exclusive leads. Man, there is no such thing as exclusive leads anymore. They're clicking on 10 different websites. Like, there's no such thing. So what do you got to do? You got to get your speed to lead down. Robert, if you can get it down to 10 seconds, man, that is golden. What a big difference that will make. Now, that said, how do I contact them? And then I'm going to tell you this. There's six different ways that you have to reach out to these leads. So write this down. Grab your pen, you guys. It's, there's phone, email, text message. Video email, video text message, and my personal favorite is Facebook stalking them. <laughs> and you got to do all of them, right? I know Jonathan likes the Facebook. I always tell people that uh, Facebook stalking used to be a three to five year sentence. Now it's a six figure income. So, <laughs> no, well, the good news is that we've covered those particular areas over the past year extensively, Michael. Yeah. That's huge. That's good. Because at the end of the day, if you're not doing those things, you're way behind and you don't know where people are going to connect with you. You don't know what their preferred communication method is. So you have to do all of them until you figure out what their preferred method of communication is. So that said, what happens when I reach out to a lead? I call a lead. I get a brand new lead comes in. I call it right away. I'm in, I'm in the first 30 seconds and they don't answer. What do I do now? So this is where it gets fun. So the first thing I'm going to do if they don't answer is hang up the freaking phone. Don't even leave a message. Just hang up the phone. So now people are thinking, what the heck? Why would he do that? Well, because I'm going to do what's called a double dial. That means I'm going to call them up immediately one more time. If they don't answer this time, and by the way, quite a few of them do answer on the double dial. If they still don't answer, I'm still not going to leave a message. What I'm going to do next is I'm going to send them a magic three-word text message that's going to get them to respond almost every time. Huh. Yeah. Can you, can you guess what that message is? 
No, actually, I can't. Oh, no, not three words. No. Three easy words. Here it is. Is this, and then whatever name they registered with, is this Susie? Right? And almost every time they will respond, and they will respond with the following words. Yes. Who is this? Now, Robert and Jonathan, do you guys have kids? No. Okay. So for those that do, for the, for the people that are watching that have kids, you guys will know that if someone reaches out to you from a number you don't recognize and they don't leave a message, because then they call you back, you don't answer again, and they still don't leave a message. And then you get a text message that says, is this so-and-so? The first thing that's going through most parents' minds is, oh my gosh, one of my kids is either in jail or in the hospital, depending on the kid, right? So all of a sudden now you've got their interest. All of a sudden they're engaged. And so now after they come back with, yes, who is this? You're going to send one more text message of three words and you will get them on the phone 83% of the time. And I know that's a bold statement, but it's literally 83%. And here's the text message. Calling you now. That's all you say. Calling you now. You don't tell them who you are. You don't say anything else. You just say, calling you now. And let me tell you, this time they pick up the phone almost every time, 83% of the time. Now, when they pick up, some of them are going to be a little freaked out, right? Some of them are going to say something like, oh my gosh, I'd be so scared. I thought something was wrong with my kids. What the heck? What are you doing? And all you got to do is say the following. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. You had reached out to me on 123 Main Street and I just wanted to make sure I wasn't dropping the ball on my end. That's literally all you have to say. And all of a sudden, they're disarmed. All of a sudden, they're saying to themselves, oh, oh okay, well, so first of all, they're relieved their kid isn't in jail or in the hospital. Second of all, now they're thinking to themselves, oh, you just want to make sure you didn't drop the ball on your end, right? It's kind of, it, it's, it's, it's just like that, that uh, well, let's say this. They will be glad that you said that, and they will be much more open to the conversation at that point. And then you'll follow it up with, look, I just wanted to find out if you wanted to see the house or if you wanted to know the price or know any other information about the house, I'd be happy to give you whatever you need. And it's very simple from there. Now, if they still don't answer, if they're in the 17% of people that, do, that still don't answer at that point, there's a very simple system for follow-up that I want you to get used to. Now, I'm very aggressive with the process, but never aggressive with people. We call it being pleasantly persistent. Write that down, pleasantly persistent. So how am I going to be pleasantly persistent? Well, I told you the six ways you're going to follow up, but how often, with what frequency do I follow up? And we have something called the rule of three that we follow. So the rule of three says, I'm going to call them three times a day for the first three days, three times a week for the next three weeks, and three times a month for the next three months. I'm going to get very aggressive with how often I follow up with them. Now, if I hold of them today, am I, and it's my first time trying to get a hold of them in my first three days, am I going to call them two more times today? Heck no, of course not. No, but these numbers are used. This system is used until you get a hold of them. Once you get a hold of them, then you're going to, based on their situation, based on where they're at in their buying cycle, you will make a determination on how frequently you're going to follow up with them from there. For example, if they say, I'm not ready for six months, great, I'll call you in three right? But I'm going to always cut it. Whatever they say, I'm going to cut that time frame in half and I'm going to follow up with them then. Makes sense so far, guys? Oh, it, it, does, it really does. But we need to go for our break and we'll come back and we, we have more words of wisdom for Michael. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. 
Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRight. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. Welcome back. We've had our break. We've had a, already a really fascinating discussion with Michael. Um, and we're just going to continue back to the five things you got to do to get the success you're looking for, Michael. Right, so number one was lead generation. Number two, the second habit. So these are each habits. There's five key, key habits. Lead generation is number one. Lead follow-up is number two. And we just talked about how tenaciously we need to follow up. Now, what's interesting is, our industry has been under attack from the outside for a long time, right? First of all, they took over lead generation. Now they now you've got with uh, the advent of like Op City and Concierge, you know, they're taking over the lead follow-up. Why? Because agents suck at it, right? Uh, now, that being said, if you guys want to make more money, if agents want to reverse the downward pressure on the commission in a lot of ways, and they want to increase their profitability at the end of the year, you got to learn how to do these things. Right now, I'm not saying don't hire other people to do some of these things for you. I'm just saying you also need to learn to do these things for yourself. Um, all right. So that said, Actually, I get, yeah. Go ahead. I, I, for for just I, for the most part, I'm going to let you go to town. I have one thing to say here to capitalize on what Michael just said, sure. which is all these companies opt in and and all these guys. What they're doing is they're taking advantage of an international workforce and they're hiring highly qualified, skilled workers who are used to being on the phone for three to $5 an hour. And they're charging you two to $500 a month. If like Michael said, when you scale and you get ready, if you know how to do this, all you have to do is create a process once scripts once, and you can cut your costs in half by doing it yourself. That's all I want to say. Go for it, Michael. hundred percent agree. You are so right on. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, all right. So now let's assume for just a moment that I'm really good at lead generation. I'm really good at lead follow-up. Here's where agents are also struggling. Lead conversion, right? So they get all these leads come in, a really good job following up with them. Then I finally get them on the phone. How do I set an appointment? And here's the problem. We know less about lead generation than freaking drug dealers. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. Drug dealers are great at lead conversion. Why? And I've never done drugs. I've 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 never been that guy. But why are they so much better than real estate agents at lead conversion? It's simple. They've got, they've got it down pat, right? With real estate agents, somebody calls up, what do they want to do? They want to get them to get pre-qualified or pre-approved right away, right? So we make them jump through all these hoops. We want them to conform to our way of thinking right away. And instead, what we should be doing is serving them. What the drug dealer says is, no, 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 I'm going to give them what they want right now. You want drugs? Great. First one's free, then you got to pay. That's what they do. They give you a little taste. They get you hooked. Then all of a sudden you, you need them. It's not even want them anymore. Now you need them. So how do you do this as a real estate agent, right? Because you can't just give them a free house. Well, here's the key. You got to understand that the house isn't the product. You are the product. If I ask every agent in the country, do you sell better voice to voice or face to face? Guess what? Every agent in the country would tell me. Face to face. Absolutely. 100%. And so guess what? Stop requiring them to get pre-qualified or pre-approved before you go show them houses. 
if somebody wants to see a house and granted it depends on what's going on in the, in the world at the time. I know right now, as we're recording this, we got this COVID stuff going on and we're doing a lot more virtual showings now, virtual buyer appointments, virtual listing appointments, and we're having great success with those things. That being said, even that can be, and needs to be face-to-face, get on zoom with them. You need to get face-to-face first one's free. Then you got to pay, right? Because once they get to know you, they're much more likely to build rapport with you and want to do business with you. But if you're just trying to do things over the phone, it's that relationship will not be formed. All right. So we've got to get face to face as quickly as possible. Now, a lot of people say, oh, but Michael, I don't want to waste my time with a bunch of unqualified buyers. Well, that's fine. So once you have scheduled the appointment, never before, but once you have scheduled the appointment, then I'm going to give you a script, write this down. I'm going to give you an easy script that will get them to want to speak with your lender. Very easy. Here we go. If they could save you ten dollars to $20,000 on your mortgage, would you be interested in chatting with one of our lenders? If they could save you ten dollars to $20,000 on your mortgage, would you be interested in chatting with one of our lenders? What moron is going to say no to that, right? Like nobody would ever say no to that. They're always going to say yes. You have to start asking questions that that cause them to want and need to say yes. So all of a sudden they'll say yes. And you say, fantastic. Is this the best number to reach at? Great. I'll have my lender reach out to you here. And you don't give them your lender's information. You give your lender their information. And that way now you're the connector. And you, because you don't, you know, that person's probably not going to call your lender. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. But if you give their information to your lender, you know darn good and well that your lender's not going to drop the ball. They're going to make that phone call. And guess what's going to happen when your lender gets on the phone with them? They're going to be endorsing you, just like you're endorsing your lender, which is far more powerful than you or your lender standing up and saying, look at me, look how great I am, do business with me. So lead generation, lead follow-up, lead, those are the first three habits. And those three habits need to make up 90% of your day. All the rest of the stuff you do in your business is noise. All the other stuff can almost entirely be sourced out to an assistant. And speaking of assistants, I'll give you something else you ought to write down. If you don't have an assistant, you are one. And it is so true. I mean, if you don't have an assistant, you're doing assistant work that you could pay somebody 15 bucks an hour to do for you. And you need to stop doing that. You need to be out there doing stuff that pays $150, $250, $550 an hour or more. Uh, so get away from that assistant type work. Do we have time for the last two habits? Oh yeah, definitely. How much time do we have left? Well, we've got another ten minutes, so then we can okay. have some bo- we can have some bonus content after the podcast <laughs> if you're still available. Okay, sounds good. So let me share this with you. Let's assume that I get good at all of these first three habits that we just talked about: lead generation, lead follow, lead conversion. The next thing you have to get really good at, and this one everybody thinks they're good at, but when you really stop and think about it, you're like, oh my gosh. I'm not as good as that as I think I need to be. And that is profitability. You need to be in the habit of being profitable. It's not something you just do once. This is something that you need to do every day in your business. And being profitable starts with having a PL. And I'll tell you what, this, you guys, this is so critical. I, if I asked 100 agents in the business right now, if they had a profit and loss, I'd get about 20 of them at best that could show me their profit and loss. I don't care if you're brand new in the business or you've been in the business forever and have a big, huge team, you need to have a PL. 
for those that have a big, huge team, you're going to use something like QuickBooks, right? Which is a fantastic program, does a great job. You're going to have a bookkeeper that handles all that for you. If you don't have employees, if you're new in the business or younger in, your, in, in the growth of your business, then guess what? You probably need to look at something a little less expensive, a little easier to use. Like uh, there's a website, qbspecial.com. Go to qbspecial.com. That gets you access. We have a program there that we've we've worked with QuickBooks on. It's actually QuickBooks self-employed, and we get a discount on it. For $5 a month, you can have an app that connects to your phone that literally it, it connects with. It's, it's on your phone. It connects with your bank statements, your credit card statements, and literally shows you every expense. You swipe left if it's a business expense. You swipe right if it's a personal expense. It's like Tinder for money, right? Now you got a PL at the end of every month or at the at, at, you know that's actually good all the time. But you've got to do this. And I'm just kidding about Tinder. I've never been on Tinder, so but I hear there's a lot of swiping going on. So you have but to that, talk about a lot of stuff that you haven't done. Like I know, right? Tinder. <laughs> I hear all these stories and I'm like, it sounds like there's this cool life out there, but I just I've stayed away from that stuff because something tells me it's probably not good for me. No, so. I, I'll confirm for you. No, it's not. Hey, there you go. that's hilarious oh that's funny all right so so i've stayed aloof of those things but that being said you got to have a budget you guys you got to have a P&L. you got to know where your money's at and i would recommend that at a bare minimum once a month you need to go through your profit and loss and just be aware of where you're spending your money just by being aware of where your money is going you'll be shocked at how much you'll save now when times get tight you need to be very careful your business is the goose that lays the golden eggs your personal life you know, though that you know your personal expenses; those are the eggs. So when times get tight, don't kill the freaking goose. What you do is you eat less eggs, right? So start by hacking expenses in your personal life, and make sure that in your business, there's three things you never cut in your business unless it's unless you're so in such dire straits that you're going to go out of business if you don't. There's three things that you're crazy if you cut. One is lead generation. Never, in fact. When times are tight, when other people are bailing out of lead sources, that's when I'm buying them. That's when I'm spending more on that stuff. I'm like right now, I'm doubling down on on lead generation, ISA, sales team. I'm doubling down on all that stuff right now while everybody else is freaking out. The second thing that you never uh, you never cut when times get tough, you never cut your education and coaching. You need to understand. You need somebody that's been where you're trying to get before you that can walk you through exactly how to get where you want to go. So never cut that. And the third thing is you never cut quality staff. Now I'm telling you, there's going to be team members that don't belong there. And whether you're having good times or bad, you don't need slackers on your team. You don't need to waste money on empty seats. What you need to do is you need to keep the great, no matter what's going on, those are the people that will help get you through those tough times. So that said, budget is very important. Ready for the last one? Do I have time for the last one? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. So the last habit, and this is critical, and this is probably the most important thing I can ever share with you. And if you only get one thing out of today, I want you to get this right here. See that plaque behind me on the wall there? Can you read what that says? It says, no success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. No success in the world can compensate for failure in the home. This is our core value at Club Wealth. So everything else we do, we measure against that. Look, I'm all about helping you make millions of dollars. We have a, for taking people from brand new agent to doing three, four, five, six hundred transactions a year in two or three years. That's very doable. But I'm completely unwilling to do that at the expense of your family. You have to learn how to separate your business from your family. When I'm at work, 
I'm at work. When I'm with my family, I'm with my family. And the two do not cross over. And that's really easy to talk about and hard to implement. But when you implement it properly, you end up kind of balancing your life that you deserve and that your family deserves to have and your business is getting it deserves and needs from you. So the fifth habit is balance in your life, but not just lip service balance, actual balance. So those five habits, if you'll dial those in at a high level, then guess what? You'll have success and you'll have a great life. When I was doing all that business I was telling you about before, I was only working 12 days a month. Uh, running the largest team in the country. I was also still in production. I never got out of production because I really enjoyed listing appointments. So I was literally going on six to eight appointments a day, making 115 to 125 follow-up calls a day from my car in between appointments. And I still was managed to take most of the month to be with my family. You can do that point, but I will tell you this. If you're, if you're in what we call tier one, right, which is zero to 25 transactions a year, that's tier one, then you're not there yet. And this next year, you're going to have to work really, really hard so that we can grow your business to a point where you have enough people, systems, tools, technology, and, 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 and support in place to have ledge so that you can eventually take more off. Um, and we can talk about the tiers. Do you guys want me to walk you through that? Oh, well, we can do that in the bonus content. Perfect. Hopefully, Michael okay. can stay on for another 10, 15 minutes, which you'll be able to see on the MailRite website. We're going to close the podcast podcast part of the show. So, Michael, how can people find out? And I, I think you've done a fantastic, one of the best presentations on the show in the oh, three years I've been running the show. And I think over a year with Robert, I actually think you've done one of the best presentations of any of our guests, Michael, and I really mean you. that. So, Michael, Thank how you. can people find out more about you and your company and what you're up to? Well, I'll tell you what I'll do. So, for everybody watching right now, I promised you earlier I'd give you 17 of my best lead sources, but here's what I'll do. So, since we're live right now, those people that will, I'm going to give you a phone number. And I want you to grab your phone right now. If you'll do this right now, I'll actually give you 31 of my best lead sources. If you wait until the live broadcast is over, I'll still give you the 17. But for the people that take action right now, I'll give you 31. So the phone number is, you're, you're going to grab your, open up your text messaging app. You're going to send a text message to the number 727-287-5993. Give it to you again. 727-287-5993. And you're going to text the word Club Wealth. In my thing, one more time. For the Perfect. 727-287-5993. Okay, thank you. And you're going to text the word Club Wealth, two words, Club Wealth, to that number. And when you do, you're going to get a response back. And we're going to ask for your email address. And then we're going to email you the, but you have to put the words Club Wealth in there. And then what they'll do is they'll email you the, for those of you that take action while we're live, you'll get 31 lead sources uh, out of our top 109 lead sources. And for those of you that wait, you'll still get 17. Um, but uh, go through that list and start. There's a lot of free, but surprisingly, there's a lot of great lead sources out there where you don't pay anything until you actually sell something. Uh, then you got to pay them a referral fee. Um, now, the ROI on those is lower than like a lead source like Roberts, right? Where when the ROI and the stuff that Robert does will be much higher, but you want, again, you want to diversify your lead sources, right? You want to have high ROI lead sources. You want to have fast, what we call cash conversion cycle lead sources. Cash conversion cycle is how long does it take me from the time I get a lead till it becomes a check, 
right? So things like pay-per-click and Facebook leads, those might be 12 to 24 month cash conversion cycle on average. Whereas like a sign call or a referral, that could be a 30 to 90 day cash conversion cycle. They're very fast, um, but you need to have a balance of all of this. And we'll go into that maybe in the bonus material. That's, that's great. And Robert, how can people find out more about you and your company? <laughs> we already covered this. Go to inboundbound.rem.com, guys. I'm redoing all of my content in 2020. It is a fucking amazing site. Oh, whoops, sorry, my bad. It's an amazing site. Go there. John, over to you. And if you want to find out about more about MailRite and get a personal consultation with me and a one-page marketing plan for 2020, go over to the mail-right.com site and you can book straight on the website. I'm extremely approachable. Thank you, Michael. We're going to wrap up the podcast. Stay on and go to the MailRite website and you'll be able to watch the additional bonus content. We'll be back next week with another great guest or internal conversation between me and Robert. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye.